Uh, welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today we're excited to feature Steve Leal, C.K. Navarro, and Alan. Uh, can you tell us a bit about yourselves? Steve, I think you're muted. I think you should go first. Oh yeah, I was muted. <laughs> uh, okay, so hi, my name is Clement Steve Leal. Uh, I'm the director, writer, and animator of Mimi Sofa My Shadow. Uh, I'm a Hispanic artist from the Rio Grande Valley in Texas. I just graduated high school and I'm planning to attend uh, Texas A&M University to uh, study uh, animation. Awesome. CK? Uh, hi, um, my name is Ezequiel Navarro. I go by CK, um, but um, I'm Mr. Navarro here on campus. I'm the audio video production teacher. Um, I've been teaching for two years now. Prior to that, I was working in local TV news as an editor and director for about 12 years. And uh, the transition to teaching has been uh, very, very exciting and uh, very fruitful as uh, we've had some amazing projects come out of these students. So I'm very happy to be teaching this class now because of great students like Steve and Alan. They've been great in this project. So excited to be here. And then Alan. Hi, my name is Alan. Uh, I am a going to be senior at our high school, PSJA Southwest. I was previously an actor before I joined this uh, activity, this project that we did together. And I have about six years of experience acting on stage. But the transition into this project of being a voice actor was honestly something that changed my high school experience here with Steve as my director with Navarro as our teacher. And honestly, like this entire project was a lot of fun being able to join the voice acting side of acting. That's a really new school, new skill set to get from high school, I must say. Uh, yeah. Steve and Alan, this is a question directed mostly at you guys. What inspired you to get started in filmmaking? Uh, for me, uh, part of the story is that Basically, since I was a child, I used to go to the movie theater a lot, like ev almost every weekend. And I was deeply interested in animated films, especially. I was amazed by every emotion that these films made me experience. So I questioned myself uh, how these films are made and who makes them. Uh, so it was the, uh, there where I discovered that even me could be doing this type of films. And that's how I got inspired to do like my own thing and to be a filmmaker with a concentration in animation. So I was really excited to try uh, to put my ideas into uh, a film and help other people uh, people relate to it uh, just the same way as I used to relate to those films uh, since I was a child and even now nowadays. I guess my side of like joining the experience comes a lot from storytelling. I've always liked I was an actor on stage for six years and I always liked reading these stories and having to put them together, being the character. And so I had uh, Steve for a biology class and he came to me with the story that we did for this animation. And I remember thinking, wow, this story is so deep. It has so many layers. Like, I really love the character. And then he gave me the opportunity to voice act. And 
why I had to take it. I love the character. I love the depth that he portrayed. So a lot of coming onto the scene and creating projects like this for me is being able to bring light to these characters, bring, being able to show their emotions. And Steve did bring his ideas into animation and it was beautiful. That's what calls me is actually creating a beautiful story. And Steve is just an amazing writer for these stories. So of course I had to take the opportunity. That's amazing that you're able to find a collaborator just in high school, not even college. Yeah. Uh, yep. Mr. Navarro, I have to ask, like, how does it feel to create or at least be part of the creation process for these connections and these creative projects? And how do you facilitate that in your classroom? Yeah, so uh, first and foremost, it feels amazing because knowing that uh, I'm helping these students kind of set up their dreams, set up their future, set up and express their ideas and emotions in a different medium, uh, especially with like this project here was a very unique one uh, to what we do in class because we actually don't teach animation. We uh, Steve kind of goes out of his way to learn it himself because that's his passion. Um, me coming from a news background and just getting into this new classroom, I was building things around and coming from news, I was like, okay, we need a voice booth to do voiceover stuff. And we set it up and then I had run into Steve and I was like, hey, are you still doing your animations? We have film festivals coming up. You should really consider doing it. I have a vocal booth set up. We have uh, keyboards if we need to write music and stuff like that. We have stuff here for you to create. Tell me what you need and I will get it and we'll have it there for you. And I would really say this project really christened the audio booth. We've tested it out before, but this was probably the real, real use and scope of it. Uh, we were all excited to finally get it set up. Um, I think Steve and Alan were even taking pictures in the photo booth because they were the first ones to really utilize it and really get it uh, launched. So it was it was a really fun experience. And it's really exciting to be able to give opportunities to students like this, to be able to create and share their message, their story, their passion, their emotions, just having it there for them and just guiding them along the way, helping them, you know, achieve their goals. It's super impressive to create a collaborative learning environment like that. And also in any school, getting the resources to have things like a recording booth and making those opportunities available. So you should be very proud. Uh, I'm curious, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the animation? This might be more of a question for Steve. Uh, uh, what is the film about? What's the film about? Uh, yeah, so the film is about a teenager. His name is uh, Aiden, that's the main character. Uh, the film only consists of two characters, which is Aiden and the Shadow, uh, which these two are actually the same character, but they interact with each other. It's basically about uh, Aiden going through a forest where he feels lost and isolated, and he's trying to find himself because he doesn't enjoy being with his shadow. But this is uh, a story about uh, self-esteem and like learning to be alone with yourself so basically when he's hating his shadow he's hating himself but it's not a film to promote hate it's a film to promote uh, uh, like uh, self-love and self-esteem because at the end he finds out that uh, whenever he says like like something bad to his shadow he uh, is uh, making the shadow disappear so the only one that is with him is his shadow so uh with this he finds out that he just has to embrace himself and like accept all those like imperfections uh he has 
so at the end he learns to be by himself and to be happy like uh with who he is steve how was it to give this character a voice uh what were some things that you learned from that uh well it's just it's uh a really tough process to make uh to uh bring a an anime, uh, first of all a fictional character and uh that is uh, animated uh to life uh because you have to make it uh appeal to the audience so basically for uh aiden in the process i was uh just thinking to make it look like any other teenager uh to make it look <laughs> uh normal like uh he's wearing a hoodie like he's wearing a normal outfit that any other teenager will have he has uh a lot of uh eye bags uh, and like dark circle and he looks tired like i i want him to look like uh like uh for a because this film is molded for teenagers like everyone can relate to it but it's molded for teenagers so uh, they can see it and be like oh i i relate to it like this feels real and to uh also to give him a really expressive face so all of the emotions can uh, can really show whenever i was doing like the animation part of it and then, Alan, what was your performance like for this character? Oh, I'm glad you used the word performance because I feel like at least that word connects very well with me because I've like performed. Honestly, it was one of the most expressive connections that I've ever had because a lot of on stage, you kind of lose yourself in the character. But in this process, I remember Steve asked me to sound happy for the character towards the tail end. And I remember thinking... Well, that's weird. Like I've never played with just my voice. And he said, well, just try to smile while you do it. And I remember right after that first take, he he laughed and he's like, oh, that sounds awesome. You did it. So for this performance, it was like I got to be the character, not physically, but put myself in his shoes, smile. And even in the booth, we did take pictures. There's a video that he made and it was so fun sitting there. And sometimes you self-reflect, right? Because the character does at some point hate his shadow, but in reality, he's criticizing his own features. So I had to put myself in times where how I felt about myself, but then towards the end, smiling and realizing that I was there for myself, that we as a people are there. So when it came to the performance, it was so like almost self-reflecting. I was looking at my past experiences, what could happen in the future, having faith, having hope. So honestly, this experience made me feel awesome as a person because not only was I going through this, but Steve was there with a headset listening to my voice and we got to laugh through it and just build a character and build memories within the story and in real life that are going to last forever. I think that's a beautiful and very well put together way of saying that. I'm curious. And then this is our round table question. I want an answer from everyone here. Uh, what's one piece of advice that you would give either a student filmmaker or a student actor who's in a similar spot that you were in? For me, I'll say that well basically if it's your passion to follow it and don't let anyone like uh, put down th at that dream because i know it's really scaring to start on filmmaking because you don't really know where to start and uh but like it just takes some research to find out how many resources are out there like the film festivals like this one that supports students uh to start on it and it's uh it's really cool like to know that it's possible and also, another advice I, I, I would like to say is go to your teachers, especially if you're in high school. At least for me, it all started with my English teacher, which his name is uh, Barry Klasser. Uh, he helped me a lot in the process of writing the script. 
And it's uh, super interesting how sometimes teachers can be the most powerful tool to help uh, a student find their passion. So I'll say, like, don't be afraid to ask uh, the grown-up for a little advice also. I think my advice would be, and this all came from the biology class, uh, when I looked, I first looked at it with Steve, I had never done voice acting. I knew it was something in the future that I wanted to look into because it sounded fun. But I mean, I can't say that I wasn't absolutely petrified when he came to me asking if I wanted a voice act. I was absolutely terrified. But like Steve said, if it's your passion, if it's something you want, you really have to strive and get it. And you can't let these opportunities pass by you. I can't imagine what it would be like to have to start an animation from scratch, but I've seen his work and he really does work by passion. So the least that I could do is work by passion as well and just put my emotion into it and honestly just take it. You miss every shot you don't take. And I am so glad that I put myself into this. And a big thank you, like uh, Steve said to Mr. Navarro, at least for me, that was the teacher that I got to go back a few times and we got to talk about it. I do new projects with him. So do go out to your teachers as well, because they might have opportunities and be able to help you with your opportunities, your passions. So go seek your teachers and honestly, don't be afraid, just go for it. Mr. Navarro, like how, what do you do from like a teaching aspect or like what, as a teacher, what do you recommend for students? Uh, and I, I was gonna just dive right off of that last thing Alan said, just do it, just go and do it. If you have an idea in mind, start just start creating it doesn't have to be perfect the first time around and you don't need the most expensive equipment I, I i know i have some students that are like oh can i borrow the 4k camera can i use this or i have an idea like you don't need to use that like uh I, my first last year we were just coming back from covid and a big thing was uh you know germ spreading so one thing i did was restrict the use of cameras so that we didn't have to constantly be rubbing alcohol all over them cleaning them constantly was promote them to understand how to use their cell phones cell phone so so powerful it's better it's an amazing camera tool nowadays and so much lighter than carrying you know 30 40 pounds of camera gear and so i tell them early on in the class like hey learn to utilize your cell phone, learn what manual settings ha you have, and just start creating. It does not have to be perfect. And you'd be surprised how many short films are created with just cell phone. So don't feel restricted by equipment. You're only restricted by your imagination. So you need to go out and just do it, experiment. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it's something. You're getting your message out there as opposed to just keeping it and wondering what if. So the, my best course of action is just go out there and do it. Um, ask questions if you need, if you have any questions, but just start creating. I think that's a wonderful piece of advice and a great note to end on. Thank you, Steve, Alan, and CK uh, for being on the Film Sessions podcast today. It was great to talk to all of you. And I can't wait to see what both Alan and Steve will create next. And CK, if you do create, I'm, I hope to see that. But also, I can't wait to see what will come out of your class next as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on this podcast. It's really nice. Uh, at least from my perspective, I think that the art side needs a lot more light and to have people that are willing to go out there and podcast and interview people like Steve Navarro and myself. Thank you so much for this opportunity to get our voices out there. Of course. We're happy to have you. Believe me. And congratulations again, all of you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Those were some great questions. I really appreciate all of them. Uh, 
this uh, film festival, like this, really give a voice to students. And I'm super grateful uh, that I found out this uh, film festival and that I did my submission. I I'll never regret it. It was uh, even though it was all virtual, it was all, all, all online. Uh, I felt great like being included in uh, like all this like screenings and like the even this podcast. So yeah, thank you for this opportunity. Of course, have a lovely day, all of you. If you're in Texas, I assume it's like eight ish. Nine? Uh, nine. Nine. Yeah. Nine. Okay. <laughs> Have a great day.